we go on with the ten symbols number four catching the bull I see him with a terrific and extraordinary struggle his great will and power are inexhaustible he runs to the high plateau far above the cloud mists or into the deepest ravine he stands no he says i catch him with a terrific and extraordinary struggle first you can catch him if you are not total so that's why it's an extraordinary struggle your ordinary strength won't help it needs its totality no first the confusion if it's there or not the looking the bull number 1 maybe some faint memory that something is not right then he saw the footsteps then he got excited now he see proof then he sees it no he's trying to catch it but there's no ordinary struggle it needs the totality you can't just be lukewarm that is the meaning you have to be total and is no ordinary struggle because one part of you want to give up and this is the real the struggle between good and evil there is no other struggle between good and evil this is heaven and hell god and the devil it's happening inside you either to be slave of the mind of the ego of the impulse of the desires or to show that you can be your own master to rule yourself not to be a slave and that's why it's a terrific and extraordinary struggle because it's happening inside you ordinary people they don't know they think that this uh, darkness and light is outside noise inside heaven and hell is outside somewhere up there the angels sits and play the harp no no it's in you unconsciousness that means to be in hell consciousness means to be in heaven 
like Buddha says, life is suffering. Life is suffering if you are an unconscious, if you are in the darkness, if you are in the mind. And then it's the suffering. That's how it is for majority of human beings. But there is a way out. That is the second. The Buddha says there is a way out. Hmm? And that way is to become conscious. But it's not easy. It's much easier to be unconscious. It's much easier to be asleep. When you are asleep, you have no responsibility then. And you can do all kinds of stupid things. And most people are asleep. That's why they do stupid things. If you are conscious, if you are aware, how can you do unconscious things then? You can see. The more blind, the more stupid things. If you can see clearly, it's impossible to do stupid things. So, Buddha says life is suffering, but there is a way out. And that is through meditation, through self-study, through coming back to become your own master. That's what they mean in this sutras here. I seize him, I catch him with a terrific and extraordinary struggle. His great will and power are inexhaustible. So his great will and power is inexhaustible because it's your own life force. And if you manage to catch him, to become friend with the bull, then your power, then your strength will be inexhaustible. No, you can't think about it. How can you ride it? Then this picture they have in many different ways. Like in India, you see Durgama reading, riding the tiger. It's the same thing. She's more powerful than the animal. And the tiger, the lion, is the most powerful. The bull is the most powerful. It shows, no, you have tamed yourself. You are not unruly. Even the strongest becomes your friend. Even the most unruly becomes your friend. That is the meaning. Even that which you were afraid before, in your unconsciousness, that has become your friend. Hmm? You had so many fears, no, you become the master, you can see. I catch him with a terrific and extraordinary struggle. His 
great will and power are inexhaustible. He runs to the high plateau far above the cloud mists. He runs very high above the clouds. It means where very few people go. You have to be ready to go where very few people go. You have to be ready to go above the clouds. It's very few people. There's no villages there, no houses. That's where you have to be ready to go. No, your life energy will lead you now. And it won't be easy. It will you will be tested. And that is the meaning. From the very beginning, you have to be ready to risk. And again and again, the mind will come and you want to give up. He runs to the high plateau far above the cloud mists, or into the deepest ravine he stands. Into the deepest ravine. He goes both, he goes the highest or the high, and he goes the deepest of the deep. It means you have to be ready to go high, you have to be ready to go low. You have to be ready to go to heaven, you have to be ready to go to hell. Don't have any fear. Wherever it takes you, you have to explore. The mind is always afraid. And this is the struggle, this extraordinary struggle. The ego, the mind is always afraid. But there is another part of you that is very attracted, that wants to be free, that doesn't want to be a slave, that doesn't want to be fearful, that doesn't want to be complaining. That is the struggle. And freedom is when you have won that struggle that no, you are not more a slave out of the fear, out of mind, out of confusion. No, you have proved yourself. But till that happens again and again, the mind will come and try to pull you back. Even if you have riding, been riding the tiger, even if you've been riding the bull, no, again, this is just a test. Many people, they stop. And then even that experience goes to the ego. No, I know how it is. And then they become holier than others, more spiritual than others. No, I have used so much energy, I've been so total. No, I have felt it, how it is. And then it becomes just a memory. And that is the spiritual ego. No, you have to go on now to find the balance on the bull, to become friends with the bull. That is the next. 
I catch him with a terrific and extraordinary struggle. His great will and power are inexhaustible. He runs to the high plateau far above the cloud mists, or into the deepest ravine he stands. The mind always like the old. Why? Because the old is safe. And the mind can only function out of the habits. That's what they say, you are just a whole bundle of habits. That's why it's so difficult to be spontaneous. Because then you don't know how you respond then. You have to train yourself. That innocence, that spontaneity that everybody has when they were a child, that's what you have to find again. But now, when you are grown up, then you have an image. And not only that, people have an image about you. And this is the false personality. So that has to go again. This is the courage to break down that China wall, that protection, that image, those habits that you have around you, to find your original face again, that you don't know how it is, and nobody knows how it is. So before you will find your original face, you have to be a long time where you don't know. And most people, they think they know. They want to be smart as, very clever. In India, when you come to a guru, they say the first step is that you don't know. That's why you come. You are seeking something else. No, you have learned everything in the schools, universities, society. That's what the disciple is. Then when you come to the guru, to the master, that is like, no, I don't know. Whatever I know, whatever I studied, whatever I learned, is not true. I'm not satisfied. Everything that the world was showing me is not real. No, I come to you. That's why they bow down. They want to empty themselves. That is the meaning, bowing down. They want to empty all that garbage out. And then, again, to be filled from the master of divine wisdom. But no ego wants to bow down. That's in the West, is totally unheard of, to bow down to surrender. Who wants to do that? No ego wants to do that. They want to be in control. They want to fight. <laughs> That's why this seeker, he says, I catch him with a terrific and extraordinary struggle. 
His great will and power are inexhaustible. It's no ordinary struggle. It's not Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson. No, it's way beyond that. But that is the true strength. That is the true strength that everybody has, but it's just laying there. And that's why everybody is so uncomfortable in themselves. So at ease, because it's not real. The mask is not real. Your original face is beyond the mask. Then how to find that? No, this is the extraordinary struggle. And on this journey, when you start finding that power, that will, it will take you above the clouds to the highest mountain. It will take you to the deepest valleys. Be ready. That's why if there is no love, if there is no trust, then there will be fear. Otherwise, there will be excitement. Excitement there will be. <laughs> Either fear or excitement. No, you choose what you want to be your friend. Fear or excitement. <laughs> yeah, this is how it is. Because fear, which is another name for the ego, for the mind, it always wants to hold you back. Where are you going? No, come home and study. Or make money. Or do this and do that. And life is going. No, the commentary of this he dwelt in the forest a long time, but I caught him today. Infatuation for scenery interferes with his direction. Longing for sweeter grass, he wanders away. His mind still is stubborn and unbridled. If I wish him to submit, I must raise my whip. He dwelt in the forest a long time, a long, long, long time he's been in the forest. And you've been in the safe village, in the town, with the family. Maybe you heard some rumors, maybe you heard some fairy tales, maybe you read in the holy books that somewhere deep in the forest there is magic. Hmm? <laughs> but you have been safe in the village. No, he dwelt in the forest a long time, but I caught him today. It's almost unbelievable. No, this is real. I caught him today, but nobody will believe you. <laughs> Nobody will believe you, except some people who also is tired 
of going in circle and playing it safe. And that is the people who are coming around, the mystics. And those people are you. <laughs> he dwelt in the forest a long time, but I caught him today. Infatuation for scenery interferes with his direction. Longing for sweeter grass, he wanders away. And he always wants sweeter grass. It means he can never settle down. Life is a journey. You go where the sweet grass is. When you have eaten the grass, you don't sit there and wait. <laughs> you go and eat some more green grass, further deeper into the unknown, into the danger. That's why everybody is dried and hungry, because the, all the grass has been eaten. That's knowledge. And they're trying to be clever. But they're just dry. They're just stiff. They're just crippled. It's no more real food. It's no more sweet grass. And they go on eating. And they are constipated, constipated, constipated. <laughs> when you get sweet grass, then everything starts working again. Then you get, again, you get life energy, you get chi. But you have to move on to different pastures. You have to maybe go to totally new territory, new fields. And maybe it is even beyond the clouds. His mind is still stubborn and unbridled. If I wish him to submit, I must raise my whip. And what is your whip? The whip for the meditator, for the Zen people, for the Buddhists, that is awareness. And how do you get awareness? Only by meditation, only by knowing yourself, only by knowing the bull, your life force. Then you get awareness. Then you get strength. Because you know, you don't believe, you know. And you have to raise the whip of awareness. You have to be strict. You have to be strict with yourself. What does that mean? It means you don't waver. If you first are on the path, don't look there and there. Go straight ahead. You're on the path now. Just one step and you may be stuck in the quicksand or lost in the rose bushes and all the thorns. And many of you know how that is. You've been happily on the path, suddenly you're there in the mud again. And then you suffer and you look like shit and then you're very even more happy when you come back. Then you laugh and play and, and then again you're in the mud. You have to gather all your forces. You have to be single-minded. Otherwise, you will never make it. If I wish him to submit, 
I must raise my whip. Because awareness is the real master. Awareness goes beyond the bull also. If you have that, then any tiger, any bull will understand. It will bow down. That's why Durgama is riding the tiger. That's why Shiva is sitting with the cobra around his neck, like a mala, like a necklace. Even the king cobra is kissing him because he has awareness. He has no fear. The animals feel that. You have to become your own master. That is the whole thing. And it's not easy. That's why it's so few who makes it. It only happens out of your totality. And that is the whole thing to catch the bull. You have to become your own master. You have to become real. More real, more truthful, more sensitive. That's why they had a sect of Taoists. They call them the real people. That is the right way. It's not something special, it's just the real people. It's the real human beings. Not false. Then you will be happy. That is how it is when you become your own master. You have found your own source. 